0: Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a moped podcast. Welcome to Second Chance, a moped podcast. Um, This is weird. We're moving forward, and we're learning about technology and all that good stuff. Um, This week, I reached out to this individual a couple weeks ago and with my ADD butt trying to keep 15 things going on at once and all that stuff. And I finally been able to um, work around schedules and actually commit to stuff. Why don't you go and introduce yourself, sir?
1: Let me go ahead and start with that.
0: Okay. <laughs> howdy,
1: howdy. howdy. Uh, my name is Conan. Uh, I'm in the Smog Squad. I'm a captain in Smog and I run a shop called Manic Mopeds.
0: Yes, yes. And if anybody hasn't followed Conan, um, follow his Instagram. We'll put put a link in like I usually do or try to. Um, He builds some pretty interesting and rad bikes. Um, But as you know, by now, we're not a totally new podcast anymore. I believe you've listened to a couple episodes. Um, You know, we talk about people's moped stories. It's, what happened, you know, i.e. the first time you ever saw a moped, got on a moped, um, what it was like, kind of middle part of your moped journey, and kind of what it's like today. So let's start with it. Uh, con- uh, con- I want to say Conrad okay. all the fucking say time. It,
1: say it with me. Conan.
0: Conan. You, yeah, Because <laughs> dude, I have the issue, and I say this all the time, like I see somebody, and they'll look, remind me of somebody in my past, and you reminded me of this Conrad guy who was equally as redneck as you my my man he was in the demolition derby so it was great um, now what so, the hell is
1: that supposed to mean
0: means you have a beautiful soul
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that just because i got a mullet live in south carolina i ain't no redneck
0: <laughs> dude i'm freaking as redneck as they come and i'm from southern minnesota it doesn't mean i'm all the bad redneck stuff though um <laughs> uh and i wish i could have a mullet as great as yours sir But yeah, let's start. Let's start with it. When was the first time you saw a moped? Like your first conscious thought of ever seeing it?
1: Um, probably back in either 1999 or 2000. My older brother came home on a sick ass uh, Tomo Sprint, and he let me ride that around. It had no actual throttle; you just pull the cable. Yes. So needless to say, I dumped that bike a bunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and how old were you at that point?
1: Uh, nine or ten years old.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was, I was born in 1990, so it was uh, <laughs> right around then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on my guy. Um, so you're playing with your big brother. How much older was your brother at that point?
1: Uh, he's six years older than me every year. Uh, every every time well <laughs> there there
0: is that case where like you kind of leap into your five years if you just look at the age yeah. anyways um so you're playing around with the tomos and um when was the first time and you you're dumping it because you know the throttle cable's broke, blah 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 um was the first moped you ever owned?
1: I was fifteen years old, and I was trying to go buy uh a new like bass guitar rig setup, mm-hmm. and Uh, My brother, like, grabbed me and he was like, my friend has a Tomos Top Tank for sale. He wants 300 bucks. And I was like, bro, but this bass is 300 bucks. (laughs) And he was like, do you want to play in a band or do you want to get chicks with mopeds?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No falser words could have ever been said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I'd ride around on that thing with, like, a six-pack of Hurricanes, uh, ratchet straps to the back of it. Nice. Ride around, fucking around. Yeah,
0: yeah um so your brother hated you and he's a liar but other than that like <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're you're rolling around with the, with the bike um was that when you first because I don't think you could have necessarily had that fall in love smile ride at 10 years old with a broken cable
1: throttle oh I absolutely did. Did at the you? time, oh. I, I was riding around a, a go-ped with a weed-eater engine. Uh, my dad ran a lawn care service. Okay. So I took one of his weed-eater engines and made a go-ped, and nice. I rode that around nonstop for definitely at least two summers. That makes me so happy. So yeah. that thing would only do about 18 miles an hour, but that Tomos with, you know, that that Jersey bi-turbo. Yes, you know, running, yes. Running around 40 miles an hour, that was just a hoot.
0: I, dude, that's a slow one. I thought they did 50-55 at the bi turbo.
1: <laughs> yeah, in New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not in Virginia. Cause, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's because they're higher up on the planet and the air is different and whatnot. Um, so, you're you're playing around. You you got you got the you made the wise decision and not you know get a new base rig and get a
1: moped um <laughs> i'm not sure i'd call that wise brother i walked oh! that home i walked that thing home so many times
0: <sighs> i just walked I, mine home today
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was only coming, two blocks coming back around to it full circle um i i could never figure it out i could ride like six miles and then mm-hmm. you know it would just soft seas and i didn't know what a soft seas was i didn't know what spark plug to buy uh i remember letting it cool down and draining the oil injection out. And after I like drained the oil injection box, it would start up again. Uh, So looking back in hindsight, you know, it had a 53 main jet and a bi-turbo with oil injection. So that shit's going to seize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, That makes me, that makes me. So I
1: wish I had the base, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: well don't yeah i was yeah um so you're playing around with that when when was like the first time i i I asked this question sometimes sometimes not we all have that like especially new in mopeds like the for me the addiction really kicked in like once i in the last three or four years but when was the first time you said fuck this i'm quitting mopeds this i just can't do anything right with this thing and but but you still work on it like do you know how far along you were at that point where you're ready to just quit mopeds because you couldn't figure it out
1: um it definitely wasn't a lifestyle uh until i was like 23 because uh, that bike just kept dying on me and i didn't know what mm-hmm. to do uh so mopeds kind of sidelined and race cars took over. Right
0: on right on. What kind of race cars my guy?
1: Uh, all about F body Camaros, Z28s and Trans-Ams.
0: Nice, nice. Was that just local dirt track stuff or was that uh, motor or what what kind of racing did you do with it?
1: Uh, we would just mainly do quarter tra- or quarter mile, eighth mile.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: you know, American muscle, man. Yeah, yeah, America. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I'm a I'm a dirt track kid from way back. So like, whenever I hear racing, I automatically think you got to turn left. Um, That'd be super cool. <laughs> yeah. So, what at what point did you kind of start to rediscover mopeds then? Because you said you know your 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 bike kept soft season. You didn't necessarily understand everything. It wasn't necessarily a lifestyle because it kept breaking down. Like, when did that that thing kind of get a hold of you?
1: Um, well, I guess after taking what I would call an extended vacation mm-hmm. legally, <laughs> um, when I got out, uh, you know, you do I couldn't have a license for three years. So going back to youth, I was like getting on Craigslist. I found a, another top 10 Tomos with an A 55 and a Technegus pipe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, grandma, I need you to give me a ride to go get this bike. It's 40 miles away and just follow me in the car on the way back home. Uh, And I bought that and I would commute to work 13 miles each way every day. So, uh, you know, when that thing blew up, uh, you know, next paycheck was, let me buy four more Tomos so I can have some parts. (laughs) And then that just escalated downhill to the point where my grandmother said, I can't have more bikes in the garage. So it was a storage shed, and then sixteen bikes within two months. Oh wow! I'm hooked. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. just hooked.
0: Yeah, dude, that makes me so. Whenever I, and I, I'm, I always stress this to people. I'm still, I still consider myself very new to the scene, um, especially nationally. Like I'm nobody, and I know that. Um, but I love to hear that when people just get that addiction of mopeds and just dive full in and. Yeah, that makes me so happy whenever I hear like all of a sudden I have like fifteen Batavists, five Hobbits, seven Tomos. Like, oh my god, dude, that's awesome! Like, it it makes me happy. Um, what kind
1: of fire are you making with fifteen Batavists?
0: Well, yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was trying to be cool and just name bikes. Leave me alone. That's um, alright, man. <laughs> um, so you're buying bikes, you it and. This is interesting to me to me because like what are the laws in south uh you're you're in south carolina right i do have my notes
1: i'm in south carolina now um but at the time i was in virginia
0: okay what what are the laws or were the laws in virginia about riding mopeds did you need a driver's license or
1: in virginia it was buy it and ride it (laughs) okay Uh, yeah and i think it was like that until probably 2014 or 15, I remember my grandmother giving me an article and was like, you better smarten yourself up, boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Grandma.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just because Minnesota, you know, I think in the more I talk to people nationally, the more I'm finding out, like, everybody's kind of going, you got to title them, you got to tab them, you got to insure them. At least, you know, Minnesota, that's what you have to do. I tried to ride dirty for a minute, and I got popped. I mean, I got really yeah. lucky that <laughs> – I got really lucky. I didn't lose my license. I only had Dang, to pay a three. Man. I well, they treat it in Minnesota, they treat it just like um you're driving your car without insurance, which is illegal in Minnesota if you, you gotta have insurance. And with a moped, you gotta have insurance. And, and if they bust you without it, they'll take your license away for Dang. six months. Yeah, they don't they don't mess around.
1: Here in here in Carolina, if you don't have a driver's license, you have to have a moped license. Hmm. And you got to register them, but we don't have to do insurance.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always, you know, for me, insurance is, yeah, help kind of save my house after my exit. So I always tell people, you don't have to, but it's, you know, it's insurance. When you have it, you're very grateful. But when you have to write that check once a year, you're kind of pissed off about it, but whatever.
1: How much is moped insurance on a Hobbit?
0: I have three, I have two bikes, um, Insured for the year right now, and I have like the standard liability and a few other touch up things, like hundred thousand, three hundred thousand deal, and it's five hundred bucks for the year. And I'm probably at a really high moped rate because of my accident. And they say, Oh yeah, he's already wow. got us for X. So but dude, you gotta have it. So whatever. Yeah. Um so how come Tomos? Was it just because it was your first bike? Like, from I can say for myself, like, Honda was my first bike. So I just kind of that's and everybody told me the a few people told me the more I got in the scene, dude, you got the best bike there is. So don't go anywhere else. So, uh,
1: yeah, I suppose it was probably something like that. Um, I guess since Tomos was just the first bike, and in Virginia, the Tomos are kind of. Uh, everywhere okay so uh it just seemed like the right thing to do parts are everywhere for tomos you could always buy stuff for it from pretty much any site Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. and you know you can't beat that old tomos reliability
0: yeah like i am friends with uh jake kane and he does some pretty amazing stuff with uh tomos's um... i've seen that bike yeah (laughs) it's a a bad boy um
1: so i I don't know i got I got a, a slight little beef on everybody saying that's the fastest Tomos.
0: I don't know about that. I'm not saying it's the fastest. I'm just saying it's a bad boy, and there's a I'm lot of. I'm not to sit
1: here and call him out, but no, no. Adolfo's chopper Tomos running 65 miles an hour. Dude, you got
0: you got brass ones doing that on those chopper Tomos because
1: last wow. summer I was like, Adolfo, I'ma beat your fucking ass. And I tried to build a TX fifty, and I can mm-hmm. only pull sixty four miles an hour out of it. And I was like, I just need sixty <laughs> five.
0: It's always one more mile an hour, isn't it, man? I couldn't, like,
1: couldn't get it. I, if, if I wanted to come down from two hundred forty pounds, maybe I could, but I don't see that <laughs> happening.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's that is the biggest performance boost out there. Is loot drop ten pounds?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at that.
0: No, I'm not saying I am either, my guy. I'm not saying that myself. But so you're, you're deep into it. It's your mode of transportation. Um, grandma's educating you about you need to have a license. Um, what year is it? Hold on, pause. What was your first long, I, a question I always ask, it sounds like you were doing long rides right away, at least 13 to 15 miles. Like when was your first like 50 mile ride? Yeah.
1: Um, I'd say summer of 2014, I okay. rode my Tomos with sick ass M bars and a skateboard seat because, you know, nice. first Tomos. Yeah. yeah. Um, I rode that from Fredericksburg, Virginia to Richmond, Virginia, mm-hmm. which is an hour by car on the highway. Okay. So uh, I would do that maybe once a month to go hang out with some of like, uh, my buddies in Smog, uh, yeah. see some of the Rebel Rousers yeah yeah, yeah. that was the first time i learned there was moped like gangs yeah dude that's rad walking into a dude shop and seeing like 40 mopeds in it 10 people wrenching i was like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is this i thought i just build these for fun there's people (laughs) that do this (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. yeah dude it's the first that's a question i just gotta ask more people it's like when's the first time you saw the culture like and i'm sure you everybody's heard me ramble about mine like you know rap tails just happened to be going by my house like i was yeah, like
1: that's so w-. sweet
0: you like what the fuck like i <laughs> was just amazed like <laughs> <laughs> so i had to spend about two hours trying to figure, find them on the internet um so you're you have your long ride you're starting to see the culture a bit um 2014 when do you when you're, it sounds like you're buying in more and buying in more. What's your first out-of-town, since you, you're learning about the culture, when's your first rally?
1: Uh, I guess it was – I think it was either the Rebel Rousers, Riding Chatter of 2015, mm-hmm. or it was Smog Squad D's Nuts okay. of 2015. Both in Richmond, wow. correct? Yeah. Uh, Richmond was technically out-of-town for me.
0: Yeah. Well, 50 miles, dude. Whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, um, what – We'll jump forward somewhere in your story on this one, but what was your farthest you went to go to a rally? Now, you can fly there. I don't care how you got there, but what's the farthest away rally you've ever been to?
1: Um, I guess it would be either St. Louis Misery or New Orleans, uh, which I think St. Louis may have only been 12 hours.
0: Yeah. But
1: New Orleans from Myrtle Beach was uh, 14 and a half hours. That sucked, dick. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's six spikes in the bed of my truck and three people piled into a single cab ford ranger
0: oh that's that's tough that's tough yeah it sucked but it, one thing i'll say this like i've dri- i've made almost that drive like i from florida up to minnesota you at what? least have some beautiful countryside to see like anytime in minnesota we go somewhere we get to look at goddamn cornfields we get to look at have you fields.
1: have you seen 95 brother dude All right, nothing to see. Uh, I
0: guarantee it's no, I guarantee it's still better than the nine miles between um, Medelia, Minnesota, and Lake Crystal, Minnesota, because it is the goddamn vortex of travel. Because it seems like 45 minutes to go nine miles because it's cornfields and flat and sucks.
1: (laughs) So, all I got is basically squatted trucks around here. So, there you go. And good scenery.
0: Um, so we, we hit your rallies, you talked about it. When's, uh, you, you, talked about your, your moped club, um, smog squad. What's, what's the process like? How was your process of getting into smog?
1: Uh, it's actually pronounced smerg squad.
0: Smurg squirt. Okay, I will. I'll work on my enunciations. We got, That's we got to, good. I'll have to work on it with my northern accent there. You know, the hockey's gonna, they're talking about getting the hockey back soon, so we'll see. But yeah, you bet, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, sure, you bet, yeah. Um But yeah, what was your process of hanging around, joining, whatever?
1: Um, my best friend Stubbs, since the fourth grade, joined the Smog mm-hmm. Squad and. Probably, I think, 2016. Okay. And I was at that KFC rally, and Zach Smog, the president, flew up there and hung out, and I was just, like, drunk. And I was like, Zach, what's it take to be in Smog, man? Come on. Mm -hmm. And I I think he kind of brushed me off a little bit. And uh, the next rally that I saw him at, I was like, bro, seriously, what's it take to be in Smog? uh and there's no south carolina people in smog squad so it was kind of like a big debate uh but i guess october of 2017 or twenty twenty eighteen, 2018 sorry uh myself my girlfriend and uh nicole all got prospected in on the same uh the same rally so that was tight as fuck
0: nice nice yeah it's it's i find it interesting and like i am nobody don't worry about it like i just find it interesting like seeing people like crank we'll say the cranks they're everywhere but they are nowhere
1: like i love them boys
0: yeah dude like (laughs) i mean they're in new orleans they're in texas they're in milwaukee yeah dude they're every
1: like i say they're they're in atlanta and south carolina
0: yeah they're everywhere and they're nowhere it's they're nothing nothing but love for the cranks from my end at least um Graham Graham's awesome I chatted him about once a week um so you and your girlfriend and there's a weird little tie-in with your girlfriend and where I'm from she's from Minnesota
1: isn't she she is from Minnesota yeah
0: that was our our little bonding moment and um (laughs) I think she called me out on that down in Tampa like where are you from Minnesota (laughs) I'm from Minnesota I'm like oh shit (laughs) um so you get prospected in how what's the pro, uh, what is the prospecting like for uh, smog squad I know some groups have a year just to kind of see if you don't stick your foot in your mouth or do something stupid or like what you know
1: um, our, our rules will kind of vary in it in our smog institution it's uh, some things are a little different but everyone pretty much goes through the same shit it's it's normally at least a year wait uh, to get cut in. Uh, sometimes it can be earlier, and in certain cases, it can certainly be longer. Uh, it's, it's just dedication to your brand and staying true to your boys and girls, and repping the club in a good way.
0: Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to tell. Yeah, yeah. That sounds sounds you know standard standard issues from the outsider's perspective. You know, just yeah. kind of no, you know that whole that whole thing, no bummers. Um, yeah. <laughs> so kind of the middle scene you got what was it and i and i'm again i'm not necessarily on the pulse of the scene is smog uh ma official club
1: yeah smog's been okay. ma official uh since i'm pretty sure 2016 or 17
0: okay and like i said like all people can give me crap because i don't know this or know that that's 90 percent the reason why i'm doing this podcast <laughs> so i can meet more people and I can learn the history of each individual club and kind of each in some of the members. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll
1: I'm about we'll it, This is fun content for me to listen to I jam podcasts pretty much all day, every day. So yeah. After, stay up to date on all these.
0: Yeah. After this, I'll have to recommend a few to you. Um, especially some wrestling ones.
1: <laughs> Ooh, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> a man with a tennis racket has a pretty good one. Um, so, it's 2016, you and your girlfriend, your prospecting Smog Squad. Um, it was roughly a year, we'll say, like, and you got in. Um, how many rallies did you guys normally hit during the year, pre-COVID?
1: Um, I'd say summer, or sorry, the 2017, that's pretty much when I got, like, balls deep into the moped culture. Mm -hmm. and i would try to go to at least one every month Mm -hmm. and sometimes two or three yeah uh and that's what it's been like since this covid happened yeah which is kind of a bummer but that's that's part of life
0: (laughs) we we're we're all in it let's not yeah um yeah so you're hitting two three what what's your what's your biggest rally you've been to
1: Um, I don't know, man. Uh, Philly always has a a big turnout. Um, I thought that the Daggers rally was a really big and fun turnout uh, Mm -hmm. last summer. Uh, I don't really count people. I normally just sit around and start binge drinking, ride mopeds.
0: (laughs) Right on, right on, my guy. Um, So you talked a little bit, and maybe maybe you did, maybe you didn't, because me and you chat now and again. You have a shop, Manic Mopeds. Now, is this a part-time deal, or is this uh, full-time, or what what is Manic Mopeds?
1: Um, It's currently just part-time. I'm not trying to take on other people's bikes right now. I've been burned a couple times this past year, Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess I can be a little too polite when I shouldn't be. Uh, Well, well, you're a moped
0: guy, So and moped people, for the most part, are very giving and very caring. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: There ain't no money in buying and selling mopeds. I'll be very honest.
0: <laughs>
1: um, it's it's currently, I guess, just me fucking around in my shop, trying to make other people happy, trying to keep anyone in my area getting into mopeds or staying into mopeds, and just you know, trying to share that two-stroke smoke.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, How'd you come up with the name, Manic? Uh,
1: <laughs> I was uh, I was drinking with my buddy Danny, who uh, started a club called the Charleston Creeps. Shout out right there. Um, We were doing karaoke, and he just did Manic Monday. And originally, my shop name was d Pederation X, (laughs) because I'm such a wrestling mark. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I walked into AutoZone one day, and the guy was like you said your shop is deep penetration x so that's got to go <laughs> <laughs> uh, So i thought it was funny in my head just singing just another manic moped yeah uh, so it's just kind of stuck sense and Dude. i i can get a little bit too aggressive sometimes on builds and sometimes not as aggressive kind of lethargic mhm
0: mhm yeah kind yeah of manic <laughs> <laughs> i You're some of the stuff like yeah, I just love I like what you guys do. Um it's different. That's why, you know, especially that one you did this spring or whatever it was with the chain that said smog in the center and oh that's
1: Lomos, baby. Yeah, dude,
0: that thing is (laughs) (sighs) it's
1: it's a hell of a fun fucking bike.
0: Dude, I I'm coming your way. And aren't you coming to Columbia a couple weeks? Uh, I'm coming to Richmond, then I'm coming to Sump I'm coming to Sumner to hang out with yeah. Charlie and Becca. So like, I kind of want. I might. I'm. I'll. I might hit you up just to
1: ride that damn thing. Oh, bro! I'll bring it right over. I gotta go yeah. over to Charlie and Becca's anyway.
0: Okay, I'll. I'll be there like a few days after the fourth. Um. Yeah. I. Does. Uh, I. Not to make it about me on this podcast, but like, I had a whole rally season planned. I was gonna do the line. I. I was calling it. It was pretty <laughs> much. Milwaukee, um, one in Michigan, down to wet, wet, down. It was just pretty much a straight line through the east from Minnesota east. And then all of a sudden COVID kicks in and it was rally off, rally off, rally off. And back to pre-COVID, how does it feel to be at the only freaking rally of the year?
1: I have mixed feelings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tampa was fun though. Yeah, um I don't know like it still seems like all a dream for me. Like um did you guys was it a last minute thing or did you guys just plan to go for a while to the Tampa rally?
1: No, I saw um I saw when the Tampa rally was posted, I think in like late November or early December. Mhm. And I remember talking to Corey and Trevor from uh Cream City Cranks, you know yeah. Nick and
0: I thought you meant the, <laughs> I thought you meant a couple guys from Florida that had tomos for half a second. Um, nice guys. <laughs> no, no, I, Nick talked and to them.
1: I talked to a couple of the daggers and stuff, and they were all hyped about it, so we were just getting that hype train rolling. Yeah uh, I, got, I got the local dudes around here. two of them came down, uh, so just stoked to go out and play mopeds with my friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And uh, I will share my experience like my the first thing you we didn't even meet yet and you just came in. I bought a tomos for 200 and sold it for so-. what what was that whole deal with your to- your buying and <laughs> your moped brokering in Tampa?
1: Yeah, um I got I got Nick to bring me uh tomos i know you talked to him a couple weeks ago yeah he brought me a tomos i went over to his spot and grabbed it and rode it back and i was gonna steal the transmission stuff to fix my bike because my transmission got fucked up Mm -hmm. uh, because i had a a blown crank bearing Uh, and i was like i'm gonna run until it blows up and it blew up again (laughs) (laughs) uh so i was gonna steal that transmission uh but one of the local florida guys was like bro you just bought this you want to sell this i was like sure man like you got an offer? And he made an offer. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your new Tomos brother. <laughs> <laughs> right. on,
0: right on. Yeah. That I just, I was just, yeah, I was happy to be out of the Northern cold at that point. Um, so what's your, we're kind of moving forward. What's your, um, average moped week like these days?
1: Uh, I'd say out of seven days a week, I definitely ride probably six of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spend at least three to four days in my shop every week.
0: Yeah, how far is your shop from your you and your little lady? Do you guys have a house apartment?
1: I live in a storage shed. Okay. Uh, we turned it into an apartment. Nice. You know, got got insulation, power, and everything. It's just a and... tiny little apartment. Um, and my shop is directly next to it.
0: Nice. I wondered how that layout was. Like, dude, that's rad. I love interesting and unique ways to
1: it's Maybe. really bitching
0: yeah. I'll, I'll
1: be honest it's it's insanely economical and uh i live in essentially a gated community of one <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool that's so
0: rad <laughs> um so you're wrenching riding um what's your what's your plan for the fourth What what do you guys got going on down there since that's a buzz holiday that's gonna be coming up here pretty quick
1: Quilp, I'm going over to Nashville to go hang out with them dagger boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go boot scoot and boogie around, ride mopeds, have a good old time.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, Nashville's a pre rad town. Um, yeah, uh, what'd you break? We'll, we'll, we'll just go on our daily stuff. What have you broken lately in a moped?
1: Boy, howdy. How much time do you have?
0: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,. Cause that's all I've been freaking doing. I'm going nuts over here, but whatever. I guess I haven't broken too much lately, but I guess I kind of hot boy my bikes a little too much than I should. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, things things happen, and I get overzealous too quickly with wanting to ride something before heat cycling perfectly and ripping it before it's like completely broken in and tuned correctly.
0: And then you uh, soft seize it, and you. Pissed off at the world because i didn't do that on sunday i didn't do that at all
1: <laughs> you just run out of gas
0: no i fucking <laughs> soft seized a new kit on sunday yeah
1: that, when uh the last time i built my hobbit up uh i sold the hobbit to a friend and he was like how do i get my hobbit to do 50 and i was like well brother let's make it happen <laughs> i had all the parts <laughs> laying around and uh we went on on a rip like he was on his hobbit i was on mine and i was like how are you blazing past me right now? Like my bike does fifty-three and we have like basically the same setup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What are your temperatures, man? He was like, I'm chilling around four forty. It's like Ooh, Jesus. back the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so that um, blew up two days later. <laughs> <laughs> what's your is your
0: what's your go to build on a Hobbit since I'm such a Hobbit guy? And I'll ask you on your Tomoses, but what's your everybody's got their standard things they do to every bike. Um, what's your standard engine build for a Hobbit?
1: I can't really say standard because uh, I'll go you're with married. whatever, how much money I want to spend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess if if you're trying to keep it stock around 50, you know, just uh, do a window notch on the variator with stock weights, get a promo pipe. I'm an Athena guy over a DR guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll use the stock head or I'll weld the decomp of a Derby head uh, and then just run stock intake with boys and Reeds up jet. Yeah, it's a good fifty uh, mile an hour hobbit.
0: Yeah, what's your tom- What's your kind of go to Tomos build?
1: Uh, I guess just for starting out, I uh, just put yellow springs in the clutches, uh, get whatever pipe that I have laying around, and I get the Puke uh, Reeds kit from Treats, and then weld up a pipe to fit in that. I get a four pedal, get an intake, and a PHBG on everything. Twenty eight twenty gearing, fifty mile an hour Tomos, reliable as fuck.
0: Yeah, that's um, it's amazing. I've I've really discovered the uh, reliability really goes down on moped. At least for me, because I'm bad at mopeds, the reliability really goes down once you get in that like, 55 mile an hour range. At least. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, five mile an hour makes all the difference in the world. Like. But it makes oh, all the smiles in the world. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um. Yeah. That's why my,
1: my first club by by myself that I named was called the Street Skanks because I kept building bikes that broke like broke down and I'd be walking or waiting for a ride home.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no one yeah. wanted to join the Street Skanks. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I'll
0: join the Street Skanks. Um,
1: well, that club's it, gone.
0: Oh, damn it, God! Well, there I go. I get to live my prophecy that I'll probably never be in a moped club
1: but um yeah that's what you're saying man i can't cut you down off that
0: no nah, dude i gotta i gotta roll i gotta roll all by myself in saint paul um <laughs> what was it gonna, is there any as we wrap this up um is there any uh buddy you want to mention or any, i the shout out thing just i don't know why it doesn't i is there anybody you want to say hi to or anything you want to acknowledge before
1: we leave hi mom <laughs> shout out to all the shout out to all those good boys on that good podcast. I'm Josh here. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: no dude, we're I'm the <laughs> I'm the home value of podcasts. You know, it's it's not really cracking right. cheese. This is
1: this is the fun version of it, kinda just like Brapcast, where it's like the cnn I'm getting into these fucking details. I want to know <laughs> things. And that's fun. The the moped Monday is cool because you know it's just Thomas and Jason shooting the shit. But yeah.
0: No, those guys. This are one's rad. fun. This
1: this is a nice insight.
0: <clears throat> well, I think it comes I, I went with this format basically because I, I jokingly said uh, a couple weeks ago, I I used to watch behind the music all the time, BH1 smoke oh, a lot yeah. of weed. Dude, so th- I, I love weird timeline documentaries, and that's and plus it gives me a little something more to do. Um but yeah, dude, thanks for thanks for jumping on. And yeah man shout
1: out every boy and girl in smog squad shout out to my homies and the buzzards and soft boys of the south queen City barons
0: <laughs> right on coming and don't just don't forget mopeds are dumb heck yeah brother all right